Hey friends, this is the Break Time Podcast. Here we chill and talk about whatever we feel like talking it. We'll start somewhere, and then eventually we'll be talking about something else. I'm Jake, and I'm joined by my good two friends, um, Brian and uh, Larrick. Oh. Well, it was going so well, that was the first time you actually were kind of sticking to the script, and then you just kind of... What do you mean? I followed the script. You Possibly. followed it, kind of. What's your problem, and then, Brian? And then you just said, my name is not Brian. I, I resent that. Come on, back me so. up here, Larrick. Oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah, Larry. Why don't you, La- why don't no. you back him up? That's just his nickname. We're professionals. It's Larrick. I don't even know why. I didn't even hear the B in Brian, so I sounded like Ryan. So I thought you just messed up my name on purpose. No, nah, I would Maybe never be did. mean to you in particular. Just both of you in particular. <laughs> yeah. I, he was just being mean to you, though. He said my name correctly, but he called Yeah, his name is really Brian. Oh. No, it's not. He, he, that time he misspoke, you, saw, you see. Um, the first time he didn't, but that time he did. What the heck are we doing? Why are we, are we gaslighting Larrick? No. Well, I've never been I, mean, Larry. I just Larry. actually <laughs> called him Larry. What kind of name is Larrick? No one is it's, called Larrick. It's just your name. What do you mean? You well, ask your mom what kind of name Larrick is. Yeah, obviously a nickname for someone named Larrick, like yourself, is Larry. Yeah. So, we're gonna call you Larry now. Is that okay, Larry? Larry? I thought it would be closer to, like, Rick. Rick is already oh, well, part I, of the name. You can just, do Rick, but you can also do Larry, because, you know, the beginning part is Lair, and so you can be Larry now. So, no. And I chose Larry, because Rick is... I don't know. Was oh, Rick boring? Is Rick a boring name to you? <laughs> There's so many, I don't know, there's a lot of things. Yeah, Larrick, you bore me. Yeah, Larry, I think Larry shows the bigger distinction in your name than Rick. Because there are, there, I think there are less names that can you can use the nickname Larry for, but there are a lot of names you can use it. But I don't mm. feel like a Larry. I feel like Larry is a name that doesn't... You feel more me. like a Rick than a Larry? No, I actually feel more like a Michael. Interesting. What? Oh, it's been, it's I've, happened I've a lot before. Told, I've been told by multiple people who didn't know each other that I'm I look like a Pablo. Yeah, I've been told I look like a Michael before. Even my PE teacher used to do that. So what the heck does that even mean, though? How do you look <laughs> like a certain name? I, d- you. I don't know. I'm not the one who claimed it. <laughs> exactly. I mean, Ryan feels like a Ryan to me. Yeah. Because I, I own it. There are also <laughs> not a lot of people named Ryan, so I'm kind of probably your first and only experience to someone named Ryan. No, nah, no, nah, I've, I've seen Ryan before. Get over yourself. I see. Oh, no, I'm a unique snowflake. Okay, okay, that. you're the only Ryan who exists. Yeah, it's unlike, because you see, you know, I don't have the to drink the lifeblood of... I don't have to drink the lifeblood of every Ryan I find, because I hardly <laughs> find any, but Jake has to constantly just yeah, kill I a mean, bunch of I'm Jakes. I mean, I'm fine with how many Jakes there are. I mean, I'm the number one Jake, so it's not really a problem. Obviously, you're not okay with the number of Jakes there are, because every Jake you meet, you just kill them and drink their blood. Yeah, how do you think I'm the number one Jake? They're, they're unrelated, yeah. <laughs> I assure you, though. <laughs> but anyway, I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? I know you're named Ryan and Eric. Yeah. Are you proud I, of me? I, I, I am. Proud. Well, why should I be proud of that? <laughs> because I know you're named Ryan. <laughs> that feels like basic human decency right there to call someone by the name they they identify with. <laughs> Impressive, right? <laughs> yeah. No, not really, because I feel like that's a given. Oh, well. Well, lately I've been playing, like, DNF Duel, you know fighting games. Those are cool. Yes, yeah, the most recent fighting game that came out. Yeah, that's pretty I neat. was thinking about it because when I started playing DNF Duel, I was playing Vanguard because I thought he looked like a Wooboo. Lubu was sick. Yes. But then I was... Three Kingdoms yeah, from Three Kingdoms. But then I played him for longer and I'm like, wait, I hate him. And then I thought, well, who would I rather play? And I thought the Berserker looks pretty stupid, but he... And he feels like every other character I play in fighting games. They just, like, run at them. It, it's And then I played him. I didn't like him at first. And then eventually, I just started liking him. And now I like that. I like DNF Duel much better now that I'm just, like, on Berserker. So it's like... I don't know. I've come to the conclusion that in, like, almost every fighting game, a lot of my enjoyment comes from having tiny range and just, like, running through garbage to try and get to the other guy. 
I feel like I get a lot of enjoyment out of having the worst range in a matchup, and I have no idea why. I think I just like the thrill of trying to get through garbage. That sounds that sounds valid. I can understand that. Yeah, because I was thinking about it like with Third Strike. I really, really like Makoto, who is a similar thing. Mm-hmm. And you have been, you have been, you have told me that if Makoto was not in that game, you probably oh yeah, I don't think I would play, play Third, Third Strike, Strike if there wasn't Makoto in that game because yeah. she's she's just so fun. You just teleport at people and then choke them. It's like what what greater joy is there? It's like what I wished Bullet was when I played a Bullet in Blazeblue. Mm-hmm. And I I kind of get that because. Most of the time, I, it's a, it's one of the things that I really dislike about a lot of the people who try to help you get more acquainted and fight into like a fighting game, say that you're a beginner or something like that, is they tell you to play the easiest character or the basic character. So if you're trying to get into Street Fighter, um, they say, like, oh, play Ryu to understand the systems first. The problem that I see with that kind of line of thinking is that what if a person doesn't enjoy playing Ryu? And so if they if they sort of devote themselves because they think, I got to learn the game, so I got to play Ryu first. And then they end up having a completely bad time because they just don't enjoy Ryu when they would just rather play a different character, but someone's, someone's being kind of gatekeepy, I guess. And they say, like, nah, before you learn how to play Makoto, you got to learn how to play Ryu first. You got to know, you got to <laughs> be an expert Ryu player before you even start touching on you Makoto. See, all other characters are just <laughs> derived from Ryu, and your Ryu skill directly translates, I assure you. It's, it's like I almost understand it in Street Fighter, because there's, there's a lot of pretty similar characters, but not that similar. What really gets me is when people talk about it in a game like guilty year or some shit like i would i remember because mm-hmm. i i would play around in like fight cater like on the plus r steam port with like randos when i'm learning these games I've, I've learned a surprising amount of fighting games fighting randos who like know what they're doing and they just like baby me you know because i don't really do training mode all that much so i just go into it with nothing and i'm like help me stranger that that's the authentic arcade experience. <laughs> if you went to an arcade back in the 80s or something, that's probably how you would learn how to play a fighting game. But no, my favorite thing is, so when I was learning Plus R, admittedly not the best character, I, I think I get kind of what they're saying, but I was learning Plus R for the first time and I was trying to play Bridget. So um, if you don't know, Bridget's uh, kind of hard and really weird. Um, And then this person's like, yeah, you shouldn't try to learn Plus R playing Bridget. You should just play like Kai. And I'm like, oh, but I want to play Bridget. And they're like, well, I'm not yeah, going to help you. And then they left. I was spooked. That's, well, that's yeah, what I don't, my guess is I that they just it. like actually know nothing about Bridget, or they just hate Bridget and didn't want to see another Bridget player born. I don't know. I just think that people should be allowed to have fun with whatever character they choose. Because yeah. I think that really does color your experience of whatever happens in whatever fighting game you play. Is... People gravitate towards certain characters, regardless of if they're hard or easy, and just let them play the character and let them figure it out. I don't think you need to go through the process of like, hey, if you want to learn Guilty Gear, you gotta play Kai first. The pro- also, the problem with Guilty Gear is that so there are so many characters that I think most characters... Oh yeah, I thought it was extra stupid yeah. in Guilty Gear, because all the characters are so yeah. different. Most characters play nothing it's like, like Kai. Kai. Will help you lear- it's like Kai will help you learn like four characters. Yeah. And one of them is Robo-Kai, and not even that much. Yeah, so it, it doesn't, I don't really like that sentiment of you gotta learn this other character before you're allowed to touch another character. Because I think, you know, if you don't have a fun time learning Ryu or playing as Ryu, you don't enjoy your time as Ryu, most likely you're gonna quit the game before you get to the character that you really, really like because some person on the internet said to play Ryu for. Oh yeah, that's how I uh, didn't start playing Street Fighter Five because I got like a... In some bundle, I got a free thing of Street Fighter V, and it only included the base roster, and I'm like, Ryu's a Street Fighter character. I thought it was terrible, and I didn't play Street Fighter V anymore. Mm. I didn't try very hard to like the game, to be fair. See, you talking about this has also got me kind of wondering what kind of characters I tend to gravitate towards, and I can't really put my finger on it. I just don't know. Well, when I met you, 
you're all about Kai, Exard Kai. I think really still to this day is the character that I've seen you the most passionate about is Exard Kai. Uh, I wouldn't say passionate is the right word there. I kind of am, I've reached a state of kind of But but in your heyday before you reached the state of indifference, you you were a Kai fan through and through. I guess so, yeah, but I, I definitely much. fell off of Kai pretty recently. Yeah, you started at Kai, and now you're an Anji devotee. Yes. Anji is the character that I want to play, and that leads me into the reason why I didn't play Strive all that much anymore, because the character that I wanted to play and like, they decided to make him not fun anymore. And then, and so now we're in a point where I don't want to play Strive because I'm not having fun with the game, because the character I want to play isn't fun for me, and I don't really find any other character interesting. So, I don't play Strive. If I'm going to play Anji, I'm going to play Plus R, because dude Anji is a super cool name. <laughs> I like Anji a lot in Plus R, and I'm just kind of disappointed that he isn't like that in Strive. They just took away so much stuff that I just don't like him anymore. You know, I don't I, like him in Strive. You know, I Excuse wonder me. if, contrary to like my character opinion, of like, I just like characters and how they feel to play, and that's like a lot of what directs who I stick to. I wonder if a lot what directs who you stick to is, like, the visual design, because I notice a lot of your characters look visually similar. I think I've joked about it before, that you always really like the pretty boys. Yes, I like pretty. We actually, this was a thing that we were doing, uh, spoilers, behind the scenes when we were designing characters for our uh, hit fighting game that's going to come out. I don't know if it's going to be a hit, I hope it's going to be a hit. But literally, as we were trying to design characters... I was actually going in about this because I was talking about how it's so difficult for me to think up like a big body character. At this point in time, Breakthrough does not really have that like, a big body character that sort of is that big body archetype sort of character. And for the longest time, I couldn't really decide on anything because my, my design philosophy gear gravitates so much towards like pretty. Everything has to be pretty. Everything has to be so stylish and, and kind of flamboyant and pretty, of course. And so it took a really long time to actually get to a point where I found a big so body I liked. You're telling me you wouldn't design Hugo? I don't find Hugo pretty. There, you see, do, you, do you see me playing Hugo <laughs> yeah, in freaking yeah, Street Fighter? Yeah, you're probably a Hugo man in, in disguise. No, I'm not. I'm not going to play Hugo. You're probably genuinely, like, of the people I know, the least likely to pick a grappler. Yeah, I would never play Hugo. I would never play Potemkin. But I probably might play the grappler that's in our game. Maybe. Uh, tease, tease, wink, wink. Wow. Maybe. Yeah. That's a bluff. You're just going to play everyone because we have to test the game. Well, yeah. No, I'm going to become a master at every single character. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. But yeah, I guess my, my shtick is definitely, my characters are very pretty. Anji is the epitome of that, because not only is he kind of attractive looking in his appearance and his face, and he's got so much flowing clothing and all that, but also all his moves are super pretty too, because they're all dances. Yeah, they're all like dancing, smack him with the fan, shoot out a butterfly, have some special effects as you tackle forward. It's good stuff. I think Fujin is the coolest move ever because it's a wind move. That's the other thing that I really like. I really like wind stuff. It's always wind. been my my shtick is is wind wind powers have kind of always been mm. very cool to me. I've always associated with myself with the wind. And wind is such a cool thing cuz it it can do everything from like create pressure to make areas to changing the temperature of something to cutting stuff, Ooh, suffocating slice. things. Yeah, like it. Th I feel like wind is the most versatile, but it gets the most overlooked because it's not fired. People tend to like fire more, and I hate people. Well, I don't hate. I, them. Oh shit! You hate people. I don't. I don't <laughs> hate them. I just think that like fire. Everyone likes fire. Fire is so. It's but fire is just fire, and that's all it is. What else are you gonna do with fire except ow, ow hot? hot? Like that's kind of uh, ow hot and explode. That's all I can think of when it comes to fire. Meanwhile, I can think of like 50 cool different ways that wind can be used, and they're all awesome. <laughs> Actually, if I think about it, I like of the four elements of... You're going earth, is. water, fire, wind? Yes. Fire is my least favorite. Wind, fire, and earth are super cool, and fire is the least interesting of those four. I think... I think I like water and fire more than air and earth. Yeah. 
Well, we can agree on water, but that fire thing, it's gonna cost you. It's gonna cost gonna to, me? Gonna have to dock your pay for that one. Shit, man. <laughs> I'm gonna have to choose water and wind. I like cool things. I don't like cool things. Hot. Yeah, cool. wind, wind can be cool, water can it be can cool. Be... Water usually yeah. associates with ice stuff, too. In the Naruto world, what happens is by combining two different chakra affinities together, you get different ones. And so I think it's, I want to say it's wind and water together creates the ice affinity or something like that. Oh. Uh, there's like a bunch of weird stuff like that. Like, and also like characters who have both earth and fire affinities gain the magma affinity because, or have a magma affinity because they have fire and earth. But also I don't know enough about Naruto and I don't really want to talk about Naruto because it's, it's. Uh, <laughs> it really be Naruto though? Yeah. I'm honestly, the most curious I am is to know what causes Eric to be gravitated to certain characters in fighting games. Me? They what change ends so fast. Yeah, what ends because up Eric's happening. such a mixed bag. But in, yeah. in. Was in the Guilty Year games, at least for Exard and Strive, because we played it a while, I ended up learning pretty much every character. Because I just, and I eventually gravitated toward Alpha for Exard, but in Strive I just learned everyone because everyone was so easy. But my first picks are usually the weird, quirky ones. I think in both games, my first picks were always fast. So I just liked to, I like how he's looked, he was kind of weird, taller. Different from everyone else in the cast. Um, I also like cute girls. Elfels, I picked up Elfels and Exard. And Blaze Blue, I picked up Kokonoe. And then I also picked up Taupaka. So that's. Cats. Yeah, cat. I like cat. I ended up just picking all the cats in Blaze Blue. I also picked up Juve. Juve, Kokonoe, and Taupaka. Oh, and the dog dude. What's his name? Falconheim. Falconheim. Yeah, maybe maybe Eric's just a closet furry, and Blaze Blue is the game that's gonna help him figure that out. Hmm. I also tried. I I like I like that you're not disagreeing. You're just like. "Hmm." Hmm. (laughs) I also picked up what's her name, Rachel. I'm surprised you didn't pick up Rachel Ryan if you like Wind so much. Her whole gimmick. Yeah, I thought I my guesses of who Ryan was gonna play in Blaze Blue. I I was guessing Rachel or Jin. And then you just no. didn't play either. I was just one hundred percent wrong. No, the thing is, is that um, in the case of in my case, a lot of the well, other than uh, well, let's see, Rachel, maybe Rachel. I don't know. Rachel's might be cool, but not Gene at all because I hate his personality. Yeah, he's a dick. I think I think he's stupid, and also like, why does I don't know? I don't like the the ice stuff, and I don't like the katana. The katana. Katana. <laughs> I don't really like it. I'm not a fan of it. I think it's I don't know. It's just never it's not my my cup of tea. And that's kinda weird considering that I really like Virgil from Devil May Cry a lot, but I don't think I just there's something about Jin that I I don't think it all meshes together well. I don't like the fact that he has the Iido Iaijutsu style plus also being this weird uh wants to kill his brother but also like loves his brother kind of sexually kind of energy he gives off. He's so like, not a fan he's of like a slightly more uncomfortable Devil May Cry character. Yeah, well, yeah, he's very uncomfortable because he's got like this weird like obsession with his brother who he wants to kill, which is different from Devil May Cry because <laughs> they don't want to actually kill each other. Yeah, they yeah. just at odds with each other. They just don't like each other. They love each other because they're family. Yeah, right. Yeah, but no, honestly, the, the vibe I get from Jin is that he wants to fuck his brother, not not just kill him. Or maybe, like, maybe, I don't know, maybe there's some necrophilia there where he wants to kill him and then, you know, do it with him. I don't but, know. Uh, <laughs> see, this, there's a bunch of red flags that I don't like about this character. And honestly, mm. I'm, I'm as I continue thinking about it, I'm growing this kind of feeling of, like, I feel offended that you think I'd play this character. But also just from, like, a playstyle standpoint, maybe. <laughs> I'll, I'll raise you that I know so little of the Blaze Blue lore. I, all I knew about him was Ice Swordsman, who's a sadist. That was my yeah. total spreadsheet. I mean, the thing is, is that I guess we're gonna get into go into further brass tacks detail about it. Barring Kai, I don't. Uh, barring Kai, I don't typically play Shotos. There needs to be something very interesting about them that makes me want to play them, mm. and that's why in like Third Strike, I play I play Ken to some extent because I like Ken's personality more than his move set, and also like there was like a time where I realized that. 
um, Ken is more interesting because instead, like what what Ryu kind of does with the 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 Ansatz Ken style that they both know is he just kind of refines his fundamentals, and so all of his supers are just better versions of the base attacks. Meanwhile, like Ken goes crazy and thinks of weird things and cool things to do with the techniques he knows to create his own techniques. And I think that's way cooler, and that's why I like <laughs> Ken more. Yeah, he's a successful Dan. Yeah. Well, no, like Dan's thing is that he kind of knows the techniques, but he doesn't know it well enough, and he just kind of. And his thing and is he's he rebranding it. He yeah, he wings it, and then he rebrands it to say it's yeah, like it's, it's my the own Dan martial style. Art. Yeah, it's this is Dan Hiviki Psycho Ryu. It's so much so good. Yes. Look at this. It's definitely not a Shoryuken. No. It's definitely the Godoken is definitely not a Hadoken. Yeah. It's Dan's <laughs> trademark move. What do you mean it's a Hadoken? No, it's the Godoken. Yeah, yeah. It's I'm different. saying it's Dan's trademark move. You can't just call <laughs> it something else. It's legally distinct. But yeah, it looks like we all have our certain preferences. I actually I remember in Strive, the first character that I saw you play a lot in Strive, Eric, was Ramlethal, which I guess is kind of on brand with the whole I tend to gravitate towards cute girl characters. Oh, yeah, I actually no, I remember like him playing Bowser. I did. I I saw. I feel like the first matches we played when Strive first came out was my Anji versus you playing Ram. Yeah, and I didn't like end up liking Ram that much. I just mm -hmm. it felt too disgusting in the whole. How oh, I see. <laughs> so you you're a Ram player who had a conscience and had the better had the better <laughs> judgment to switch off of Ram instead of doubling down. Into yes, it. I yeah. felt like this doesn't feel good for me yeah, or for yeah. him. <laughs> Original version Strive, uh, Soul Chip and Ram were something special. Oh boy, I I think Chip was okay. There was nothing wrong with Chip. The people you just literally just hard couldn't anti-air his dive kick unless you DP. There just wasn't well, something the, you could do if you didn't have a DP. It's your fault for get. It's your fault for letting him get into that. Well, you mean where you use his dive kick? His dive kick fuck. goes straight down. <laughs> He's fast as fuck. He can get there in two seconds. I can whiff a jab and he can do it. <laughs> I think Chip is the least egregious of those three. That's probably true. Why is um, no one talking about May? <laughs> yeah, what about May? Why was Chip the first one you went to? May was way worse. Was May worse? May yeah, was May a was monster. Oppressive. Um, May was, May was aggravating, but I didn't think it was that big of a deal. I don't know. No, I, it just May took me to learn that I need to press 5k when I see a dolphin and it was just fine. 5k I or, or, two, or 6p. That could work too, I guess. 6p didn't beat the dolphin at first. Uh -huh. Oh wait, no! It's because if she uses the the if she uses the shorter reaching but faster dolphin, yeah. I don't think there's enough time to six p it. But if you, she does the the slower dolphin and you can react yeah. to it, you can six p it. But um, yeah, I mean in in Strive, <laughs> the first character I played was Zato because I said when I get when Strive comes out, I'm gonna play Zato until I like him. And I played the game for like three days, only playing Zato, and I'm like, wait, I hate this game now. Yeah. Uh, I gotta give it up. If you're not having fun, pick a different character. I just wanted, that goes for I even just if wanted you're... to learn a puppet character once. It didn't happen. Yeah. This is a PSA to all those people, to people who want to get into fighting games and people giving them the dumbass advice as to pick the Shoto or pick the easy character. Pick who you like. Play who you like and have a whale of a time. Don't, don't, you don't have to just play the Soul or the Kai or the Ryu. Pick the character that you want to play. And even if people say that you're bad at it, you'll maybe you'll learn. <laughs> Play it until just, you uh, just persevere. Until you're yeah, happy. That, that's that's how I would do it because it's not like I mean I when I I mean t even though I was learning how to play a game, I didn't go to the 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 easy character first. I picked the characters that I want to play. I mean, in the case of like Guilty Gear Exard, I mean, it just so happened that the character I wanted to play first was also the character that was the most beginner friendly or one of them, but. Other than that, like, I play Anji and Strive. I didn't pick anyone else. I play Anji almost exclusively in Plus R. I played Charlie Nash in Street Fighter V. Street Fighter V was the first Street Fighter game that I took seriously. I didn't pick Ryu first because I didn't want to play Ryu. Who um, even wants to play Ryu? Yeah, and then in, in Street Fighter III Third Strike, a game that I recently picked up, mo a game that we kind of picked up more recently, I play Yang. <laughs> I want to play Yang. I don't want to play freaking Ryu. I want to play Yang, so I play Yang, and I want to play Yang, and Yang is cool.
Yang is pretty. He is pretty, and his hair is amazing, too. It's so pointy. <laughs> it's so pointy and long, and it extends past his face so far. It's so cool. Yeah, I mean, basically when I get a new fighting game, I think which one of these characters looks the funniest, and then I pick them, and then I either like them or don't like them, and then I go on to, okay, which one of these looks the second funniest, until I find one that uh, I like playing. And usually it's someone who screams and runs at people. Mm-hmm. Screaming and running at people. Yeah, that's, 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 that's like all my love of Naoto from Blaze Blue. It, yeah. He just screams and runs at you. He's a fucking idiot. <laughs> I guess if we're going to go with playstyle, because I think in the case of a person, there's a character they gravitate towards because it meshes the most with the way they want to play the game. And so with Jake, it seems like a lot of the time you want to play the rushdown, stay-in-your-face kind of character, the oppressive kind of rushdown, close-range characters, like Naoto Kurogane and, and Soul Bad Guy, at least in, in Exard. Yeah, I, I didn't like Soul in Stride. Mm -hmm. I, think, <laughs> I think it's just part of, like, he lost a bunch of crap, and, like, the way he played neutral felt unpleasantly different. I'm like, I don't want to do this. I want to remember Soul how I remember Soul. Don't taint my memories with the screaming guy. Yeah, and then, and then, like, in the case of myself, I think a lot of the time it's very much like a play methodically, play kind of honest until you make a good read, and now you get to go in. Uh, it, my, my play style fluctuates everywhere from play patiently to run in, they can't stop you kind of thing. Um, that's just kind of my, my personality, is wait for your opportunity and take it before anyone else can see anything. Um... And Eric, I, think I have Eric no is idea. Overall the best fundamental player out of all of us. Probably. Ah. He actually has the best and punishes people. Unreal. Well, who wants to do that? I want to press <laughs> buttons and hit someone. I think I think it's mostly because the the type of characters I enjoy the most are more set play and mix up oriented characters. So I like doing needies and I like opying people who I've knocked down. But typically, those characters don't have the best neutral. Like, I usually yeah. start with a disadvantage when fighting against your characters, because they're faster, they may have longer and better normals that I just can't compete with. So I feel like I have to play defensively or predict what you're going to do, so I can, like, counterattack against it. And that's, and then that's where I, that's where I shine, because then you're stuck in my set, and you have to yeah. keep blocking, where I just keep continuing my pressure. But once you get out of that, then then it's bad for me again. Yeah. Yeah, historically, me playing against Ryan, I run at Ryan a lot of times, get stabbed a lot of times, but then uh, sometimes I make it and sometimes I win. And me yeah, playing against Eric lucky. is I screech it, run at him, and I either do well and just win, or he blocks all of it, and then is like, but what if I punished when you DP'd me on block? And then uh, does that, and then I lose. <laughs> it's interesting because I feel like I have somewhat similar win rates against both of you but with all of the games I'm against Eric it's like each individual game is not even remotely close it's just like a blowout in one of the directions and with Ryan it's like almost always there's just like two hits left or something for both of us I think it's like I'm I like being aware of what your options are when your back is against the wall is he going to DP? Is he going to punch? Or is yes. he going to grab? Because I feel like most of the time, neither of you try blocking. <laughs> it, it blocking is stupid. Who, who wants to block on Wake so Up? It so many times. No, the <laughs> only time I would ever block on Wake Up is when it's obvious that I can't get out of it with any sort of other move. If there's obviously like a split, a spinning blade right next to my face, I'm not going to hit into it. Yeah, and then that's still I might mix up. If it's up in the air, I will go for some. I will do something else. Right, I I remember in in Stripe, my favorite thing to do against both of you was when I get a knockdown on you. Let's say I was playing someone like, let's just say you I played was playing, a lot of Milia. Yeah, let's let's no, let's choose someone with like no Oki options. Let's say like Nago, and then I'll I'll usually like knock you down. I was like, okay, what are, what are they going to do next? What I usually do, I walk up towards you, 
backdash, watch you with a grab, and be sad, then I counter hit punish you. That changed very quickly. I did that, that so many times, you guys finally learned to stop doing it. <laughs> I changed my strategy when I was playing Kai by just DPing instead, and that caught the backdash. Yeah, sometimes. I didn't stop attacking. <laughs> the other thing that I've very much seen is that when Eric is on defense, he's. A, I would say that Eric is probably the most afraid of any of us on defense because, like, obviously, I like Jake reversals. I will do anything except for gra except for blocking unless I have to block. But Eric has probably the most sporadic defense I've seen of the three of us because he's so afraid of getting hit by anything that if he thinks something if he thinks a specific option is coming he'll commit to it and if he's wrong which sometimes he is especially once you're able to read him uh he kind of blows up like uh for the longest time i think i actually said it what during one of our like strive sets where <coughs> you i think you were playing eno or something like that and what i would do is just stand there and i would see you backdash because <laughs> you were afraid i'm going to throw you and then I just keep hitting you with like max damage close slash starting combo because you keep backdashing. And I'm true. pretty sure at some point during that I said, are you really that afraid to f of me throwing you? Because you're taking way more damage than if you just took the throw. Okay, being thrown in Strive <laughs> feels terrible. Oh yeah, it's Not an upsetting Anji. experience. It feels so bad to get thrown in Strive. You take so much damage for I think what well, you shouldn't be taking. And then the, it's reset back to your your negative again. Whereas yeah, if I just get hit by a combo, I was like, all right, the wall broke. Let's we're back to neutral. Yeah, but you lost like eighty percent <laughs> of your health. Is it worth not taking the throw? If you had taken the throw, you'd have <laughs> lost like a fourth. You I, wouldn't have lost eighty percent. I thought. I think the thing is is also in Strive. They had the dash macro. Yeah. So, so it, oh, it was feels too great to backdash and strive. It feels so good, even though backdashing like isn't great. Yeah, and then I in Blaze Blue, I never backdash because I'm. I don't want to input. Too hard now. Yes, yeah, too hard. I have to input back <laughs> twice. Oh my god! I too love difficult. backdashing in Blaze Blue. It's because every move is screen wide, so you eat it like a lot of the time anyway. But it's enjoyable those times you do get through it. You know. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a big fan of iframes. Iframes are fun. Yeah, when I was first playing Exord, I, I tried really hard to play Slayer. And I enjoyed Slayer, and I've enjoyed Slayer my entire time. But I never, like... He never quite stuck, you know? He was always the, the casual enjoyer kind of character. Mm -hmm. Just Just a fan. No, after I tried, I kind of just dropped Kai so I could learn how to play <laughs> yeah, Slayer. Yeah, you became Slayer-pilled. Because Slayer is cool. I love the idea of swaying and making someone whiff something and then just punching them in the face really hard. It's, it's pretty super enjoyable, cool. Jeff. Yeah. And then baiting bursts by dandy stepping and going in a crosswise heel because low mm. profile. He avoids burst and it's so funny when you guys burst yeah. against the wall because you're it's like, tough. oh god. It's so funny. Hey, Slayer's scary, man. It makes me feel so stylish and so skillful. Now, now, what I really don't understand about my own character taste is how of all characters in my time playing Exard did I, and I think now he is my favorite, how did I end on Bedman? How did it happen? I, I was know. just a humble, like, slayer soul player. How did it get this way? Something something clicked about Bedman to you. His air dash is really what. fun. Maybe it was because That's a it was very hard. It was very hard to look at Bedman when he attacks. All his moves are so sporadic, and I can't understand what his animation. He just doing. goes. <laughs> I do like Bedman from a concept standpoint because it's such a it's such an interesting way to make a character, where it's like he has these moves. They're not very good, but. What if someone else was doing the moves? Mm -hmm. What if and then you were suddenly... playing a team battler? <laughs> yeah, and then suddenly, like, Vedman becomes super cool <laughs> because he has the he replays has his and everything assists. like that. Yeah, it's such a cool idea. And I love, that's why, like, Vedman's such an interesting concept to me. I, I don't know, I still just kind of played Vedman as a rushdown, though. To be yeah, fair. I mean, he, can, he can totally do yeah, it. He, he has can. the ability to do that. 
I'm surprised Jake didn't pick up Jam, since you like people who run up at you. And Jam scream. was upsetting, and I have no idea why. I didn't. No, the reason why you. the reason why he doesn't like Jam is because she's annoying to listen to. Well, I thought that was As part of the screaming he liked. Yeah, no, it's like I think about it, and there is there are a lot of reasons why I'd like Jam, but I just didn't. It's like there were a lot of reasons for me to like May, and I just didn't. I would argue the reason why he didn't play Jam is because the 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 terrible ear piercing voice psychological gameplay only works if it doesn't affect you. Yeah, the maybe I just wasn't you, born immune to Jam's voice, so it's like an equal disadvantage. You, you know, if you find your own character's voice just annoying, you're not going to have a fun time <laughs> playing as that character. My my favorite screaming character in in uh, Exard was definitely uh, Sin. Sin was an enjoyable, obnoxious, screaming character. He is good. I do like his... I never really learned story. how to play him. I just learned how to scream as him. And that was enough for me. Big driver! Big driver! Ong gong! Big driver! Ong gong gong! Big driver! That was just like gameplay. Big driver! Yeah, you just screech repeatedly. Yeah. It's a great time. He might come back and strive. Maybe he'll be easier to digest then, and he'll save the game for you, probably. Oh. Ha, digest. Ha ha. Ha! Unintentional, but yeah. <laughs> the weird part about Exard is before I played with you two, in my other group, almost every single person I played with, like, played Potemkin, like, a lot. So, like, probably, mm -hmm. like, 50% or plus of, like, my entire Exard game time is playing against Potemkins. It's a very different game when you're fighting Potemkin. Yeah, no, it's I like... It, it, I, I may have expressed this to you, like, the first couple of games we played, because this was when I was playing Soul, and you were playing Kai. Oh, man, it was historic. It was like how the game was meant to be played, am I right? Were you and Ken? Mm -hmm. But, um... I'm like, wow. It, the game's so different when the other guy's, like, not Potemkin. It, it's like you don't understand... It's like I was learning... That I couldn't, like, just jump Ariel with, like, half of my moves. I'm like, this doesn't work. This is just only Potemkin. Yeah. It's wild. What do you mean I can be, like, next to you without being scared while I'm soul? Yeah, that's that's kind of, that might be a problem if everyone plays the same character, is that you kind of, of course, what happens is if you play with the people a lot enough, well, if you play with some people, like, two or way too long or too much, you kind of end up formulating your own kind of gameplay. Yeah, you have the magical exact counter strategy. Yeah, how to counter them as opposed to, like, you know, matchup knowledge, or how to counter this specific character. If you never fight a character, then how are you supposed to build a game plan mm. for that character? That's true. That's part of what I liked about um, just learning games, playing with randos. Uh, but sometimes, like, you meet a friend, regardless, and you just, like, want to play with them because it's a good time. Like, when I was, uh, learning Undernight, I learned, uh, Waldstein first. Speak of characters that people don't recommend you learn a game on. Undernight Waldstein, you know? The big body grappler. The only character without high movement, high range, you know? Um. But no, my entire time learning Undernight was me as Waldstein and this dude I met... Uh, online playing randoms who only played Byakia, the like spider guy. set play spider almost testament. Spider, spider Man. Yeah, Spider Man. He's, yeah, you can't believe Spider Man was an Undernight Man. Crazy <laughs> guest character. It's like, <laughs> it, it, it really changes what you learn in a game when you're like playing Grappler versus like set play Zoder, you know? It's really, really a time to be alive for sure. But it was good fun. Yeah, it that's, worked see, out that's in the, end. the. I think that's the beauty of fighting games is that everyone finds a character. Well, the people who you know get into a game find the character they really like. They play that character, and that creates their own unique identity for them. They are a player of this character. They play in this way. But you know, if you just you know you match up with someone else, they could play someone completely different, and now you're having a different time. I feel like there's so much variance in that kind of experience of you could literally fight any character with your own character, and depending on who the two characters are, the situations that pop up completely change. I think that's kind of beautiful. Yeah, that's it's one of the pretty. more fascinating things about uh, 
fighting game for sure is how different characters feel when you fight against them. Like, I really feel it in uh, Blaze Blue because I've gotten to the point where I almost only play Naoto in that game. And, and like, the matchups do feel radically different. And it's just interesting how Naoto, a pretty damn simple character, can just feel so different depending if I'm, like, fighting against, um, like, the Coco or the uh, Hazuma, you know? Mm-hmm. The two characters you fight most often whenever we play Blaze Blue. Yeah. I really can't believe I talked about Blaze Blue once. Both of you said, I don't want to play Blaze Blue. And then I'm like, all right. And then in, like, my mini little gists of Blaze Blue, one of the things that I said is, you know, Kokonoe is scum, and then I, damn, I still fight a Kokonoe all the time. Yes, because Eric <laughs> is a Kokonoe player now. I you know, know you just can't avoid it. At least I don't fight a nine regularly anymore. Did you? Was there someone in your in yeah? Your in my group circle played a lot of nine. I see. They played nine, Tager, and Coco. It was a uh, cursed. Tager, Kokonoe, and nine. Yeah, that I was their three. I see. I, I also Ryan played against nine. someone who only played a. Uh, what was the big green, like, boss character guy with the level-up specials? Susanoo. Yeah, there's someone who only played Susanoo, and someone who only played, uh, the counter, Hakuman. Hakuman. His name is Hakuman. Wow. Yeah. So it's like, I played everyone against, except, like, normal characters. But to be fair, there's not a lot of characters that I think are just a normal character in Blaze Blue. Most of them are just, like, almost gimmick characters, or are just gimmick characters. I'm pretty sure, technically, the entire point of Blaze Blue is that there everyone has a gimmick yeah. of some kind. I don't think there's anyone that's normal in that game. No. Unless you count, like, Naoto. Naoto is probably the most normal you get. His and gimmick he is, is he weird. hits hard and runs. Can you call that a gimmick? No. <laughs> and he screams. That also not really a gimmick. Everyone, everyone in the Blaze Blue everyone in the Blaze Blue cast does not <laughs> shut up. So that's not a gimmick either. Yeah, when I was getting back into it, uh, between when my friends stopped playing and when you two started playing, I was playing randos when they like put in the rollback, and it's like God, I'm not the best at Blaze Blue for sure. <laughs> and I was playing now, so and man. <laughs> There's just so much, like, trying to get through the waves of bullshit. I don't know, maybe I'm just like a, a, a like a sadist or something, or a masochist, I guess. Where I, I, I just get a lot of enjoyment from how, like, incredibly not possible it seems like I'll ever get to them. And then that one time you do get to them, man, that's peak right there. <laughs> You want to brave the you want to brave the mysterious. Yeah, it's like world. I was playing against this Rachel who just kept on blowing to the other side of the screen and throwing fifty pieces of garbage at me. We played like <laughs> ten sets and I like lost all of them, but I won one game, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's worth all of it right there. That is because the moment you win, it's probably well. The thing is, is that I can't imagine you winning being a fluke or you it being just like a lucky hit. Because in a game in which you need to essentially do that multiple times, if if the skill gap is so wide, I can only imagine that you probably figured something out. And so I feel like that win really does mean something. Oh yeah, it's just a joy. Yeah, and that's how I feel. Like <clears throat> I don't know. That's that makes that's really how I think a lot of wins could be earned. It's just you know a lot of people don't want to have to deal with losing a bunch to finally get to the gratification of winning. I guess I uh. Though I complain while it happens, you've been there for sure. I'm a, co I'm a yeah. registered complainer. I definitely mm -hmm. would rather lose most of my games than win most of my games. Optimally, it'd be about half and half. But I would rather lose most of my games than win most of them. If it's against the same person a lot of times. With a bunch of, like, random different people, then that feels different and feels worse. Well, yeah, I like a challenge. Because, I mean, it, no, 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 like shade at people who are worse at fighting games than me but i don't know finding someone who's stronger than you is always a is always a joy because i mean maybe you get frustrated a little bit but at the same time um it's so much fun to try to like just figure someone out <clears throat> it's so fun to try to like learn a new matchup it's so fun to like you know 
I don't know, it's not necessarily laughing, but trying to learn and figure out and finally internalize or get into someone else's head because you finally, you've downloaded them. I enjoy thinking about the other beating. player much more than thinking about my or their character. Yeah. I think that's where that's where the fighting games shine. That's why, like, even though people are like, I don't want to... See, uh, that's another thing, is that a lot of people tend to only play single-player content, and the thing is, is that an AI is not going to give you the same kind of joy or, or sort of mm. mind game that fighting against another person can because the AI can't think. It can't, it's not human. It doesn't, have, it doesn't have fear. It can't feel fear. <laughs> it can't feel yeah. confidence. Playing a grappler against an AI is like a special kind of experience. It's so weird because it's like yeah. what, you can't make them afraid of you. Yeah, I, I unless think... Eric, <laughs> Eric is some kind of wizard who can make them feel fear. Mm. Can you program fear into the AI? I mean, AIs have their own way of thinking. It's how you design them, I guess. Yeah, so design a fear module into the AI for <laughs> the our fear, game. Please. And call it the fear yes. module. The fear module. It's a... It's like a very small chance of happening, though, because there needs to be something that it has to have happened to them so many times that now they fear it. And now, <laughs> and then you mix them up, and then suddenly they're like, wait, what? I don't know how you would actually do that, but... <laughs> Program in cool. the ability for them to rage quit, too, if they lose yeah. <laughs> just, just have them turn off the game if they lose too many games. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> yes. You get an error message, but it's just like an Xbox Live rage message. <laughs> God, there's gonna be so many f bombs and hard R's in there. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, just give them the most toxic error message as the as the game quits. <laughs> <laughs> My creator try to play against the AI game. next time, and it's called something different. <laughs> they uninstalled the original one. The original yeah. AI uninstalled. Truly, this is the most advanced fighting game AI that'll ever exist. <laughs> All the important parts of playing against another person. Yeah, it's like you're actually playing against a real person. <laughs> I don't know, I joke. I think making... Not really making. I think having the other person, like, rage quit is one of the most, like, upsetting and uncomfortable things that could happen in a fighting game. Yeah. I don't know, you just feel like shit, you know? Yeah, because it's, it's just a game. We're here to have fun. I mean... <laughs> It's like, you don't have to make me so conscious of, like, when I grabbed you twice and went, yeah. It's like, damn, I didn't know it was that bad. Yeah, because, like, you know, it, when, when someone rage quits and you, you I don't know, if you, if you style on someone so hard that they rage quit, it makes you feel like you made them not want to play anymore. Which is the worst thing that I can think of have, making someone do. Because you are literally taking the fun it's away like, from It's like, I'm you. the reason you're not enjoying this game. Damn. Yeah. But I mean, it could also just be like you know, if if if, if you're like some rando online and they've been just playing like ranked Q or something like that. Oh yeah, in ranked it's different. I understand that they're all just greedy bastards who are like, "You aren't yeah. worth fighting. You will lower my rank, my ranking points." No. <laughs> yeah, in Strive, I definitely shifted from rank to just playing in the park because I liked being able to play people astronomically better than me and being able to play people multiple times. Yeah. I was too annoyed at how often it'd be like, okay, time to find another player. Oh, this guy was like, I, that was a close match, and I barely won. Oh, they'll never play with me again, because they think I can beat them. God damn it. <laughs> the only person who'll play you for a full set are people trouncing you, or the rare nice person. I've come into contact with a couple nice people through mm. playing fighting games, and it's always like a joy because you know it's like they they don't they're not on that side of that that superiority side of yeah. you know they're so good and you're haha you're bad because you know it's kind of so. It's actually funny. I've only met people who are like definitely like that in older fighting games. I've only met people who acted like that for plus R and for uh, third strike. This is the only times I've, like, actually encountered any of, like, that kind of toxicity. I've had people, like, rage quit, and I've had, like, someone, like, insult me, you know? But it's like, that's yeah. fine. That's just, like, annoyed. But, like, when I'm the one who lost, and then they insult me, that's only happened in older fighting games. That's well, only yeah, that's, happened in Plus R and Third Strike. That's such me. a terrible thing, because, you know, it, it feels like they're punching down, because, like, <laughs> hey, you already won the game, you don't have to make me feel worse. Yeah, uh, I'm, I may have already told the story. I forgot if I said this earlier. But when I was first playing um, 
Third Strike. I was playing it on uh, Fight King, and there was this dude who went, I was playing Makoto, and I played a couple sets. They were playing Chun, and they won. Uh, basically, they they were pretty cleanly winning, and then they hopped off. But they played like they played like three sets or something. I'm like, that was respectable. That was a good time. They could move on. I I wasn't mad about that at all. They they cleanly won. I didn't win a single game. Um, <laughs> they messaged me. They're like, "You're bad," and I'm like. <laughs> I think I literally just responded, damn. And then, because I, I just act sarcastically, you know? It's like, what are you going to do to that? And then they said, but you could get better, smiley face. And I'm like, ah, this jokester. <laughs> they're they're kind of, and I was in the middle of typing thanks. And then they, they smacked me right back down in no. this roller coaster with, but you're not good enough to play Makoto. Pick someone else. And I'm like, oh, no. and then they left. I'm like, no, Holy they don't understand. <laughs> they don't understand at all. They don't understand it. The thing is, is that if you if Makoto wasn't there, you wouldn't be playing the game in the first place. So it's either you play Makoto or you don't play the game. <laughs> it was like, it was like that kind of conversation that made me think not all of those, you know, like images of a text message conversation that go weirdly. It made me think not all of those are fake. If like that kind of conversation can actually happen to me, you know? Yeah. It was such a roller coaster of emotion. So you're bad, but you could get better. And then I'm literally about to type thanks and they're like, but you can't play Makoto. And then they leave. God. Holy shit. Ah. That's unfortunate. But no, just keep oh, no, playing I... Makoto. Don't, see, don't it's non-negotiable. I literally can't see myself playing anyone else. The only characters I can see myself playing is I tried to like Dudley, and I did not like Dudley. And I feel like I could like Q, but I haven't tried Q yet. But Makoto is a lot of the enjoyment of that game for me. Yeah. If you're not, not going to have fun because you're playing some character you don't care about, then you should just <laughs> play the character you want to play. Same kind of sentiment. Um. But yeah, fighting games, huh? Yeah, fighting games are fun. They're a fun little thing, and you know, we like them. And we all there's something for everyone, I think. Well, not depends. I mean, like, what is it? It's they say fighting games are for everyone, but this fighting game may not be for you. Maybe you'd like a different yeah, fighting maybe. game. I don't yeah. know. I I think I disagree with that general sentiment because I know a lot mm. of people, and this isn't like this isn't a means of insulting them or anything. But there's a lot of yeah. people who, when they play a video game, they just um one of two things. They either just, like, never want to lose when playing a video game, which I think is respectable. It's like watching a TV show. You know, you can't lose while watching a TV show. They just want it yeah. a genuinely, like, consistently entertaining experience. Like, they don't want the lows, which I think mm -hmm. is also fine. And then there's another type of person that I've met that's just, like, completely not a fan of competition in general. Like, when they win a game, they just feel bad that they made the other person lose. And when they lose, they're just, like, upset that they lost. You know, it's, it's just, like, not worth it in any direction for them. And so they just, like, mm -hmm. are incompatible with, like, PvP games in general. But beyond yeah. that, I think a lot of people like fighting games. Yeah. I mean, fighting games... Honestly, I think that fighting games are... They're, they're fun. And there's a, there's a charm about them that has allowed them to last this long despite what people would say waning popularity. But the thing is, is that also popularity... At the same time, popularity is growing ever so steadily. Like, if you think about it, there are more people playing fighting games now than there ever has been. And so it's not like it's a dead genre or anything like that. There's a passionate... And there's a passionate community, mm. and, you know, it, they're, I mean, we play them, we like yeah. them, we're making one for crying out loud, it's fun. It's pretty cool. They are fun. And I think, you know, and sometimes, and that's like a thing, is that typically you don't need to have, like, easy controls or anything like that, which is something that has kind of come up recently, where they seem to try to think that by simplifying the games, more people will be playing them. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, it's, uh... I think the, the thought that people don't like fighting games because they're hard is not correct. Because, I mean, yeah. fighting games are hard to get excellent at, but, like, it's not hard to play a fighting game. It's, it's, it's like, 
the most normal difficulty of any game, you know? There's two people yeah. and one of them wins. That's that's it. Yeah, if, then I guess Half it of everyone on, like, who plays fighting games wins. That's better than a lot of these other normal video games. Yeah, like, actually, you Like, are I've had right, people yeah. playing Dark Souls that are like, no, fighting games are too hard. And it's like, do you understand how much time you've spent dying into this edgy DeviantArt character trying to play Dark Souls? <laughs> yeah, but... But yeah, and you're supposed to learn every single time, which is kind of the what the core loop of Dark Souls is, is, you know, yeah. fight, die, learn, fight, <laughs> yeah, die, Yeah, it's like learn. the arcade mode of a of a fighting game where you have this bullshit boss character that has a move that does 75% of your health, you know? It's mm -hmm. like you have to learn then, the thing. Yeah, and then once you learn, maybe eventually you'll you'll win. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know, it just becomes different when it's with other people, I guess. They just, I guess. Some people just don't like that a person beat them, you know? It it might be because, like, oh man, you know, how did they get so good? I'll never get there. Because mm. if, the, if, that's, if the skill appears to be so insurmountably high, or so insurmountably, like, they're so far apart from each other that it seems unachievable, you kind of feel like, like, what's mm. the point? When... And there, I mean, there are some ways to go to get around that that I think are really useful that people, for some reason, have divided opinions about, like skill-based matchmaking. I don't understand why that's such a point of contention when it seems like just a good idea. Wait, are there people actually against skill-based matchmaking? I don't know what it is. It has something to do with like, but then they'll. I don't know. I don't even remember what the arguments against skill-based matchmaking was. It might have been something like. Uh, I think the big thing was Smurf accounts or something like that. But, but that, that just, stuff that just means then Smurf accounts reset it to normal again. Yeah, because once they see, oh man, you've been beating a lot of people. Well, how about you fight more people who have also been beating yeah. a lot of people? It see, it works itself out. It's <laughs> the, not. It's gonna be a problem for very little time. The only argument I could think of that I think I could see it against skill-based matchmaking is people who want once they get better at a game to win more often. Mm -hmm. like that's just the kind of person they want to feel like i am the top 10 percent of players and then they win you know 90 percent mm -hmm. of the time or some shit well that's okay i don't understand that mindset at all if that's the case then if we're i don't know it's like person. i i don't agree with that sentiment but i could yeah. i could see people having that sentiment you probably know? like people they want to feel know, rewarded for their investment it's like when they play these you know ridiculously long and grindy mobile games or some shit and they're like i am the strongest player in my guild and then there's only you know <laughs> 20 players in the server that could beat them you know yeah it's like i understand that sentiment they want it to be more like that experience they want to feel rewarded for their time instead of the game correcting them towards a course where they'll always only win about half the time well that, i don't know i feel like that's that feels very much like a a entitled player kind of mindset where they think I put so much work into this game I deserve to win. Oh yeah, when... but I mean it's a video game. I think yeah. it's I think it's respectable to feel entitled in a video game. They're just doing I it guess. for fun. But the same at the same time, I mean, I don't think I like I don't know. I I I fancy myself pretty decent at fighting games. Decent enough to the point where I understand them well enough to make one. And so I believe myself to be competent at them. But whenever I play a game, I'd never think, man, I better win or I'm going to be real mad or, or something <laughs> like that. I've thought that occasionally, but usually I don't mean it, even if I think it at the time. Because the whole point of like a fighting game is that, like, okay, I have amassed this amount of skill. I'm going to test my skills against someone else. And you're like, oh, yeah, I won. Or, oh, man, I lost. But what can I learn from this in order mm. to get better? It's never like, God damn it, I can't believe I lost. It's never gotten to that point. Mm. I know a lot of people who are at that point. I just don't think that way. I just think like, yeah, take your take lose with if you're gonna lose, lose with grace. Don't <laughs> don't you know? Don't throw a tantrum and start clawing and screaming that you should have won because mm. obviously you didn't win. So and you lost. So you didn't win. So you weren't supposed to win. <laughs> I love complaining <laughs> when I lost, but I, I I hope you know it's in good faith. I a lot of times yeah. genuinely think something that happened in the match is funny, regardless if it worked in my favor or the others. Yeah. It's it's never like, a, like I go into was, it not really a, expecting anything. There was a match I could think of actually very recently when we were playing Third Strike, and you did the the dash that your character has where you like cross me up. Yeah, and yeah, I was I was doing an input 
and you crossed me up, and that turned the <laughs> input I was doing into my command grab. And so, like, <laughs> I just command grabbed you, like, the frame you appeared behind me, and then that's, like, what won the round. I was, I was laughing. I remember that. That was good stuff. Can't see of it. It's but like yeah, you just then, like shit, and then just like instantly. Even then, even then, I wasn't like, God damn it, that should have worked. This is bullshit. I never thought that. I thought, oh, that was hilarious. I mean, even if that was definitely bullshit, <laughs> it was a great time. No, that's that's part of the game. You need when people play a game, they need to understand that there is a bit of what you would call, co well, is it like complacency? Is randomness. No. You just have yeah, to accept that not everything's in your control. You, when you play a game, you need to afford the rules. You need to accept the fact that the rules are there and you need to follow those rules. That's kind of the basis of how you play a game. This is something we learned in our game design classes back in university, yeehaw. Um, and, and so, like, when you, sub when you allow yourself to be subjected to these rules... I feel like you shouldn't, I mean, it's, you're human, so I guess you can't really help it, but in my mindset, I'm like, okay, I've subjected myself to these rules, so if I lose, mm -hmm. I mean, it's because you I, I, I accepted the, the rules. The yeah, so you accept the fact that you lose, yeah. you don't go like, no, I shouldn't have, but obviously yeah. you did. <laughs> you signed the terms and conditions. Well, you know what the most yeah. important rule is, right? Have fun. No, the most important rule is to mind your time limit. We're out of time for this episode. You can watch, oh, listen to us every Saturday at Twitch TV Shadowpoint Game Story at 3 p.m. ish. Uh, but if you can't make it, no worries. New episodes go up Monday at 12, which is where you usually see it, because often we don't end up streaming. But we'll see if we do that in the future. You can also find us on YouTube, YouTube slash Break Time Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at ShadowpointGS if you want. Next week, we're going to talk about uh, something. Whatever the next host, I'm going to guess Ryan wants to talk no, about. No, it's Eric. I hosted the last uh, episode. It's Eric this time. Wrong oh, guess. Please, please call me Larry. Ah, okay. sorry, my bad. It's Larry's, it's Larry's <laughs> turn. Yay. Mm -hmm. Go, go, Larry. But until then, dramatic pause. Break time over.